Call it. Call it, yes. For what? Just call it. I'm a man of my word. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. Coriander and Killian, here we go with our face-off series, episode number two. The Amityville Horror versus The Shining. How are you guys doing this evening? Great. How are you? Great. Good. (laughs) Happy Mother's Day. And happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Cool. Thanks. So. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Um, so, so tonight we're going to be doing um, our next episode in the Face Off series. We have two other movies that we're going to be looking at versus each other. We've got the Amityville Horror and we've got The Shining. These are two movies. You know, to me, these are two movies that are just made to be in an episode together because there's a lot of similarities, differences, of course, but so many similarities. So it almost it made too much sense to be true. It really, really did. Um, real quick in the chat, uh, we do have someone in the chat, and it looks like it is Mac Flow Chamber saying Anton hey. Sugar. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, man? That's right. Yeah, man, you got to call it between these two movies. So uh, for you guys that are watching, uh, basically the idea is we're just going to talk about these two movies and the different things going on with them, some different topics uh, for for both of these movies. And then at the end of it, basically picking which one we think uh, was the better movie. Uh, But the one twist that we have is we're going to actually switch the roles, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Okay, so let's just start off with these movies, some of the high points. Kill, I'll start with you. Um, let's start with the Amityville horror. And the first part of what we're going to talk about is the story. So basically just, just a quick thing that you could just knock out about the story. And then we'll obviously compare that to the shining. Well, the first thing I would like to say with happy mother's day to the, the mothers and the audiences, did you purposely pick these two movies for like great moms and shitty dads? (laughs) <laughs> did you did you did you purposely do that? Because if you did, <laughs> sir, the timing is impeccable. Right. <laughs> you got to give so, the credit to Coriander. <laughs> hey, Coriander. Um, but yeah, okay. So Amityville Horror classic. I mean, you got you got yeah. uh, uh, James Brolin. Um, and, father of uh, Thanos. Father of Thanos, yes. <laughs> Who we're fans of. You know, we love we love the Brolins. And of course Margot right. Kidder, the, the great Margot Kidder. And essentially yes. we've seen this story blended a few different times. We've seen a remake with Ryan right. Reynolds. We've seen it in the Conjuring universe. You know, so essentially, yeah. look, we've all been out there house hunting 
or you're trying to buy something and the deal is just too good to turn down. You know, right, it's like, right, man, right. this house is really great. It's a starter house for them. Margot Kidder has uh, three kids and uh, James Brolin is, you know, her, her husband. And they're like, hey, let's let's do it. You know, let's let's buy it. It's a, it's a fixer upper. But look, at this price point, it's a great deal. Right, right, right. But man, look, you know, whether it's poltergeist or any, you know, we know how these things go, man. Yeah, you know, but, but oh, go ahead. Just, to throw, just to throw this out there, the thing that's interesting, and I've seen this movie many, many times, uh, mm -hmm. but the thing that was interesting is they knew what had happened in the house, you know, and a they, lot of these yeah. other stories mm. and a lot of these other stories the people that go into the house or apartment or wherever they're, you know, whatever, they usually don't know what happened or the right. bad mm -hmm. thing that occurred. So right. these guys knew that the people were murdered in the house. And that one scene, I think, Coriander, uh, you had noticed it too. That one scene where they were sitting up in the attic after they had kind of taken a moment away from the real estate lady. And they sat there and, and uh, Margot Kidder basically said, you know... It, do you feel funny about all those people that were killed in this house? And then, you know, father of Thanos had said, um, houses don't have memories. People do. So anyways, no way. Uh, yeah. Well, so wrong well, about that. Well, and, and that's, and that's, and that's a great point because both of these movies, they knew about the atrocities that had occurred, yes. whether it's here yes. or whether it's at the overlook hotel, but Hey, Yes. You know, hey, a deal is a deal, or you gotta, you want to be able to have peace and write your novel. So That's you know, right. I, I mean, essentially in this movie, you know, I'll, I'll wrap wrap up my little portion here. Yeah. You know, you ha you have a great family, a great mom, great dad. They move into the wrong house, and shit hits the fan. And pretty much, the one thing I'll say is this: when your friends are creeped out and don't want to come in. When your priest is like, I yes. ain't going back there. When your, I guess, aunt, who's a nun, is like yeah. vomiting and like rushing to leave your house as she's giving you a housewarming gift, something ain't right. All right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, Coriander, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Uh, was there anything in particular that stood out in the story of the Amityville horror for you? Yeah, I mean, you have this guy, okay, this kid who murders his family, and mm. he has voices telling him that, hello, you know, killed your family. And yeah, yeah, it's just crazy that they knew this and they still bought the house because I totally right. disagree with what her husband said, how houses don't hold memories. That is so not true. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean... They were foolish to even buy it. If you but what me. if it's a yeah. really nice house? Well, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I wouldn't I, care. But the other thing, too, yeah, no, I agree with you. And, and yeah. they did try to to set up the scenario for them where, you know, they needed a house to accommodate everybody. And it's not like they were super rich. And it was just basically like this was the best deal that they had ever seen. Um, and they, they rolled the dice and, uh, that house yeah. was huge. I mean, yeah, yeah three kids, a family really of five was. and it's like three levels and no, yeah. no, no, no. Yeah. I'd keep looking. Yeah, absolutely. Don't forget about absolutely. the dog too. 
They had a dog. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so That's cute. Right. Harry. It was a cute yeah. dog. Um, yeah. But yeah. So anyway, so yes. Yeah, so, so the story was very, very interesting in that sense. Both movies, uh, you know, before we get over into The Shining, but both movies were based upon novels. And both movies did really, really well as far as just its presence in the horror genre. You know, both of these movies are very well known. And it's just interesting that they kind of touch upon very similar concepts, but in totally different settings. So with that being said, let's move over to The Shining and uh, talk a little bit about its story. Uh, and I'll, I'll just start off before I throw it to you, Kill. You know, a lot of the same type of concepts as far as a family being in a certain place to live or in this case to stay for a very prolonged period of time. Um, the difference is, is that this family is going to a place that is so far removed from anyone else that you literally have to take, uh, you know, a, a snowcat. Uh, basically to to get up to where the overlook is and and it's so far removed that you're basically stuck there for the winter is basically what happens but you know with the shining the whole idea of it is that there's things going on and these guys uh knew about what had happened at the hotel and i think that with this storyline it's a little bit different because it's a hotel and what had happened was a lot further in the past than with the Amityville. So I can totally understand the point of view of, of Jack and Wendy not minding to go to this place. You know, it's it's just one of those situations where something unfortunate had happened a long time ago. So I'll throw it to you, Kill. Um, any particular points about the story that stand out to you for the legendary The Shining? Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, and that picture that you that screenshot you just had was perfect. If you look at uh, Jack Nicholson's face, uh, his yeah. character and his wife already had issues before coming there. Yeah, right. Uh, he right. Jack also had a, a slight drinking problem, uh, whereas James Brolin was just the homie. He was just awesome. He was just an yeah, awesome right. dad. No, no real issues, yeah. and he loved Margot Kidder. Adored her yeah, in that right. movie, um, but right. you know the Sh the Shining is a classic, and 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 like you said, man, you mix the marital issues that they're already having, and then you put the seclusion and the you know going stir crazy, you know for a winter, being locked at the Overlook with voices talking to your son, spirits talking yes. to, to to Jack Nicholson's character, a bartender. You know, tempting him with alcohol and kind of confusing his mind and so forth. And mm -hmm. that's a that's a potent mix, man. I mean, you know, and, and right. once again, James Brolin was getting it, you know, himself. And you could clearly see with every day his hair became more disheveled. <laughs> you know, that, that yeah. perfect Bigger hair. Those, man, that hair yeah, was man. like right. perfect hair right, and every, right. every day. Absolutely. Those locks were getting worse and worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And his eyes, his eyes oh, were getting more yeah, like terrible. Yeah. yeah. Ha handsome yeah. man, but the hair was getting jacked because he was yeah. going, you know, insane. Right. Uh, but yeah, The Shining, I mean, you know, uh, um, essentially both of these movies have these evil entity entities that want to control you. They want you to do their bidding. They want you to commit 
you know, murder and eventually suicide if they can get you. And, right. you know, I, I guess the one thing I will say is, um, you know, with The Shining, that family, other than Scatman Crothers, they really didn't get a lot of support or help. The the Lutzes, yeah. on the other hand, yeah. man, they, they had the best friend who's also the business partner, him and his yeah. wife or girlfriend. You, you, you had the local parish for the most part. They were trying to get, get them Kinda. help. Yeah, and ultimately, the, the best help is, hey, let's just get in this van and leave. <laughs> you know, right. they yeah. were able yeah. to do that, whereas on the they Overlook, yep. not so much. So. Mm-hmm. Right. How about you, Coriander? How about you as far as any, any particular story points that jump out you for The Shining? You know, I agree with Killian. You know, when you talk about the relationships between both of the, these husbands and wives, I mean... Mm-hmm. And when you're dealing with evil entities, I mean, I'm sorry, this might sound cheesy, but love conquers all. You know what I mean? If you're truly in love with someone, like James Brolin, look, he almost killed his wife, but he didn't. Where Mm -hmm. you got, you know, Jack Nicholson, where he was just evil, kind of evil to begin with. I mean hurt and what did he like break his kid's arm you know he was drunk and yeah he pulled he kind pulled of forcefully away his kid pulled, and, yeah yeah, yeah mm-hmm. i mean yeah it's just some evil shit so i mean <laughs> yeah i don't think they had any chance in this place i mean if they were in amityville i think that's well we're not well, we're not well we're not we're not there yet. i know we're that's why i'm not going there, there but i'm just right. saying i think it's a different story right but yeah, I mean, but you know, I think I agree with you. I mean, I think with The Shining, the the couples, the the settings were very different as far as, you know, accessibility and also the couples were very different as far as how they related with each other. Um and it was really interesting to kind of see how that played out and for The Shining again, that feeling of being so secluded, I think that that in and of itself was like another character because that hotel, I mean, you literally, when you watch the movie and we've talked about it many times before, but just for this episode, you could feel the coldness. You could feel the tension just walking through the hallways, even in scenes where like when Wendy was in the kitchen, you know, fixing food or even scenes when Danny was watching um, uh, Bugs Bunny and Roadrunner cartoons, it just seemed cold. It seemed isolated and cold, not the type of place that you'd want to be uh, stuck at for months on end. And I think that uh, yeah. they were there for they were scheduled to be there for like five months, I think, or something like that. And um, so that in and of itself was a whole nother aspect as far as with The Shining. Like you said, Kill, the Lutzes in Amityville, they had so much support from the outside, although you also could see how the house or the entity or whatever you want to call it was really trying to keep support away from the oh, Lutzes. Yeah. And especially with George, you know, George would wake up at three fifteen, and, you know, he was constantly cold, um, and, you know, and always kind of, you know, leaving, you know, leaving Kathy uh, and, and doing his own thing. So he was isolated in a way as much as the entity or the house or whatever you want to call it was able to make him. So that was, to me, that was pretty interesting too. If we want to talk about um, the two movies uh, side by side, some of the little factoids uh, we've got um, 
basically the the Rotten Tomato scores are are flipped. You know, you've got thirty percent for the Amityville and eighty four percent for the Shining. Um, but then when you talk about the budgets in the box office, the Amityville had a budget of four point seven million and grossed eighty six point four million. Um, wow. Whereas the Shining, what was that kill? No, I said wow. That's a uh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was a huge, uh, a huge success. It really, really was. I mean, that's why the Amityville, and I think me and Coriander talked about this uh, uh, a few episodes ago with one of the tags. The Amityville has so many goddamn sequels. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. not even funny. It's like, it's, it's like, I mean, it's like 16, 18 mm-hmm. sequels in the franchise. This movie's, they've got movies yeah. that you'll never even wow. know what the title of it is. The Amityville Birds in the Sky. It's just, it's just ridiculous <laughs> shit, you know, because, because they just, all they had to do is put Amityville in the title, you know, so, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah. but with The Shining, they had a budget of 19 mil and gross $47 million in the box office. So, you know, kind of interesting, but let's, let's go to another part of the story. Let's talk about some of the thrills. Um, and there was definitely some different thrills in both movies. Kill, I'll start, I'll start with you. Um, just throw out some of the thrills that come to your mind. We'll we'll start with the Amityville horror. Well, y- you know it, it it's funny, uh, and I literally just finished watching this this morning, um, and it's been a while since I've seen it. It Amityville is very much a slow burn, which I didn't mind. Uh-huh. And as uh-huh. far as visuals and like showing the entity or showing, you know, a ghost or things that you know some of the visuals you got from like The Shining. You really didn't get it that much, in my opinion, in Amityville. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, the walls bleeding right there. You got that and, you know, flies, you know, infesting a room and things of that nature. And, you know, uh, scenes of, like, glowing eyes or the mm-hmm. cat creature giant thing in the window with the glowing eyes or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But you really didn't see too much of the otherworldly or the ghost, you know, per se, you really just got a lot of reaction shots, you know, from Mm -hmm. the priest or from the girlfriend of his partner or from Margot Kidder or from James Brolin or the kids. Whereas in The Shining, you know, it was a lot of imagery of the dead, you know, the woman in the bathtub, you know, the the people, you know, walking the halls, the the twins who were bleeding, the bartender, mm-hmm. you know, it, it was just a lot, a lot of imagery there. Uh, but one thing that's interesting, both of these killers, they love them some axes. Both of these dads, yep. you know, you better yep. axe somebody. They love, they love their <laughs> axes, man. And um, it, 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 it's it's so interesting when I doing this comparison because I'm looking at both the moms. And what they went through as far as, you know, to answer your kind of thrills question, because these mothers are really the ones that are kind of the saviors and they're kind of the protagonists where the husbands are the antagonists. And I got to say, in my opinion, Margot Kidder was smarter than Shelley Duvall. Now, Mm -hmm. mind you, Shelley Duvall, automatically, she's kind of away from everything. But Margot Kidder, she went and looked up the the microfilm, uh, you know, yeah. to kind of see well, what what what's, what really went on in this house. And she got to see what right, the killer right. looked like. I was like, oh, crap. It looks like my husband. You know, she went to try to go to the clergy like, hey, he's more than just 
my priest. He's my best friend. I need him right. now. You know, where is he at? You know, where's, you know, obviously, um, Shelly Duvall, she tried to get on the, you know, the remote, the, the remote radio and, hey, we need help, you know, yada, yada. But, right. you know, she's more secluded. Yeah. Um, yeah. but, but the thrills, you know, and, and I really would like to know what you guys think. Cause I, you know, I could just be totally off base here, yeah. but I, I, I just think in my opinion, Am- Amityville was not very much visual, but more atmospheric and reactionary with the, the reactions of, the, you know, the mom and so forth. Whereas, yeah, the I, shine, def- I definitely agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. The shining, yeah. I mean, it's, Sta- it's Stanley Kubrick for God's sake, you know, so he's going to give you right. some of those distinct cinematic visuals. Um, yeah. So yeah. yeah that's what I got. Okay. Hey, uh, real quick in the chat, we got Phil's creepy videos too in, in the chat saying, Hey there, horror fans. What's going on, Phil? How you doing, mm-hmm. man? Nice to have you in the chat. Thanks for stopping by. Um, so Coriander, I'll throw it to you. Any, any, um, any points in either of the stories since we, we kind of <clears throat> went on, with the with the shining a bit there, but in either story, any thrills that come to your mind when we talk about them? Yeah, I mean, there's that scene where the babysitter, when they're going to you know Margot Kidder's brother's uh, wedding, wedding, and yeah, right. and she gets locked in that closet, which apparently you need like a key to lock. So right, I mean, right, you right. can see the blood on the door. And when the light went out and the terror in her voice, I mean, that right there yes. was a, a thrilling scene, if, you know, if if you ask me. Um, mm-hmm. And just mm-hmm. like Killian said, with the glowing eyes, I mean, that was creepy, too. You know, yeah, so absolutely. they had some some really good, you know, well, not it is different because with The Shining, yeah. you could see, uh, like you said, the little girls, you had the chick in the tub. So, yeah, you had totally different, you know. But then again, I mean, you got to look. Amityville was like a gateway to hell, where this place was mm-hmm. like, wasn't it on top of, like, burial ground Indeed, or Indeed, something Indian like burial that? Ground. Exactly. Yep. So that's totally different, you know, things that you're dealing with, if you ask me. You got one thing that's mm-hmm. dealing straight with hell, where the other, sure, they both can be evil, but... Well, they right. are evil, but I just one is more extreme than the other, you know. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Phil in the chat was saying uh, the Changeling is creepier for me. Yeah, the Changeling was a great, great movie. George C. Scott was was totally amazing in that movie, and it was very creepy. One of those one of the scarier like haunted house movies I've ever seen. Um, that was a classic. Good one, Phil. Good one. Um, but yeah, you know, I agree with both of what you guys said. There was there was thrills in both movies, but they were from different perspective, different types of um, styles. I'll say that's maybe mm-hmm. the best word to say way to describe it because you know with Stanley Kubrick, there was a lot of uh, flair to what he was doing, and there were also a lot of imagery that may not totally always make sense in the moment that it was shown. You know, and it was just to give you a sense of how this place, the Overlook, could drive someone crazy to drive them to murder and so forth. And I think that that's that's how the thrills were depicted in The Shining, whereas with the Amityville horror, I think it was more like just showing you the signs. These are the signs that this place 
has an evil. And like you said, Coriander, is there's a portal to hell, a gateway to hell, right down in the basement. And that's how it's affecting people with, with you know, driving them insane and so forth. So it was just interesting. You know, both of these movies took some different um, uh, creative choices to get to that point. But let's let's do this. Let's talk about switching the roles because that's the other part of what we do, what we're doing with this face-off series uh, to try to hopefully bring bring more discussion uh, between us, but also to people that watch the video and hopefully chiming chime in in the comment section. What if we had the families switched? What if we had the Lutzes that traveled to the Overlook Hotel to stay there for months on end? George took the job as the caretaker and so forth and so forth. And then if we had Jack, Wendy, and Danny moving in to the Amityville house, uh, you know, a brand new house that they need, needed to move into, how do we think that that would have changed the story? What do we think the characters would have done and so forth? So, Kill, I'll start with you. How do you think that that might have changed things, for better or for worse? Or neutral? Yeah, it would have been interesting because, you know, George, his transformation took about 12 days. Uh, And, you know... um, uh, Jack. Yes, thank you. Jack, his transformation, I'm not really... It it took, like, it it was more than 12 days before he started yeah. going crazy in oh, the shining. Yeah. 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 So it was like it was like a, a month or month and a half or something like that he, he started to yeah. Yeah. Uh so okay, so you, let's you switch it. The Lutzes they're cut off now that they're at the overlook. So mom can't mm-hmm. do any of her research on the microfilm. You know, right. she can't she can't call her priest, the parish, no no help and so forth. That's right. So unfortunately, I hate to say this, but I'm going to say it's going to be a neutral. I'm going to say the same thing is going to happen. Uh, James Brolin is going to go insane, and he's going to try to kill them. And, you know, I I, I unfortunately think the same outcome is going to happen. He's going to attempt to kill his family, and he might actually succeed in killing at least one of them because it's more of them. Whereas, okay. you know, for Jack Nicholson's character in The Shining, you, you know, you had the mom and the one son. And then mm-hmm. to flip it, right. Jack, Jack Nicholson, Shelley Duvall and Danny in, in, the, in the, the Amityville house. Oof. I don't, man, no. I, 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 I okay. oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, finish, finish your thought real quick and then I'll, I'll switch. You know, I, I'm, I, you know, I just kind of look at it and unfortunately I'm going to, I'm going to say. Shelley Duvall, her character to me seems like if she wasn't secluded, like in the Outlook, mm-hmm. first day, something weird is going on. Or Danny is just acting a little froggy. <laughs> you know, she's like, we're gone. We're gone. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, okay. and, and I, I think I think pretty much the same outcome would have happened. Love would have conquered, okay. no. you know, or at least their version of love and they would have got out. OK. All right, I got you. So, what about you, Coriander? What do you do? You do you agree with that? Because it looked like you didn't really agree with that. What What, what are you thinking? I think that I oh, I do agree with you know the Amityville, and I think Jack would go crazy quicker, and mm. he would kill them within like a couple days, you know. Um, yeah. But I think the uh, 
Oh shit! What the hell are their names? The, the uh, Lutzes. Go the out Lutzes. to the shrine. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. going to the Overlook. I think, like I said, he really loved her, and he was able to fight, you know, forces from hell. His love for this, for his wife, and I really think that they would survive. I do. I think the the guy who ran the kitchen, he was on his way. He would come and he would save them. And yeah, I think that they would. Yeah, I think they'd make it just like they ran out of Amityville. I think they would make it out of this situation, too. That's 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 interesting. Now, I have to. And, and again, for you guys that are either in the chat or for you guys uh, that are watching the replay, uh, please let us know what you think about this type of switch. Let us know what you think of how it would have turned out. And by the way, we do have uh, Mr. Dan and Hara in the chat saying even the commercial for The Shining scared me as a kid. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. But uh, I, I have to agree with you on that one, Coriander, because I think if the Lutzes were at the Overlook, I think that George would not have succumbed uh, to the forces like Jack did. I think mm -hmm. that he definitely uh, would have been able to, if nothing else, hold out longer than, than Jack did. Because, you know, obviously, like you said, yeah. Kill, it took Jack a little while. I think it was like a month and a half or two months or whatever that they were there. And he just really just was unraveling. But I also think that the other part of it, too, is I think um, Kathy Lutz would have been more uh, more a part of of saving George, you know, from from falling victim to this. I think she would have figured it out quicker, just the way that she was depicted in the Amityville horror. You know, she was she was definitely much more in tune. Obviously, she was very spiritual, um, very religious. Yeah. So I think that would have helped her in this situation where they're out in the middle of God knows where in the mountains. And, and I think Kathy would have definitely come around quicker on this thing and said, look, we got to figure something out. And again, you know, we're switching the roles of just the families. So like you said, kill, you're still going to have uh Scatman Crothers, uh, Dick Holleran, who's still going to come to the overlook to try to check on them and so forth. So I think that also would have helped, the Lutzes survive, um, you know, their stay at the Overlook, all of them. So in, a, in other words, unlike Jack, I think George would have survived. But here's the thing. And, and, and Coriander, you were saying that uh, with Jack and Wendy and Danny moving into the Amityville Horror House, that Jack would have turned quicker than George, right? Mm. Yeah. yeah. And, and, do you th and, and do you think he would have killed them? Yeah, I do. Or would they? Okay. All right. Yeah. I, I have to agree with that. I think that if, if, if Jack, Wendy and Danny were at the Amityville house, I think it, it would have affected Jack a lot quicker. And, and I do think he would have, he would have killed them. Now here's the twist upon the twist. Okay. <laughs> with Jack, Wendy and Danny moving to the Amityville house. What if Danny still had the shining? Let's put that out there as a twist. I think if Danny still had The Shining, I think that there's a chance that they could have survived because he would have seen what was happening, what had happened in the house. He would have seen the images. He would have seen, you know, what, what was going on with Jack. And because they're not secluded, 
And we saw Wendy, I mean, it took a while. Um, and, you know, part of that was just the way that Shelley Duvall's character was depicted. It took a little while, but we did see Wendy fight back quite a bit, you know, in that third act of, yeah. of The Shining. Fight mm -hmm. back in the sense of she had to survive and her only concern as a great mother, as we've said in the beginning, was for Danny. So I do think if Danny still had the shining ability, I think that, uh, you know, him and his mother could have survived because they weren't secluded. There was nothing that kept them there. Whereas with the right. shining, they were stuck there. There was nowhere to go. And even even when Shelley Duvall, like you said, kill earlier was she went to the radio station, you know, center to call out because you could tell she was getting a little nervous and so forth. You know, at that point in the film, I think if she could have left, she she might have left around that time in the film, but she couldn't because they were stuck. Whereas if they were living in Amityville at the Amityville house, I think they would have left. So, yeah. What, what, what do you guys think? Do you think that that might have no Coriander? They still would have gotten killed. <laughs> even so. even with Danny with the shining because she capability? Thought, yeah, because she thought the, his little shining thing was his like little imaginary friend. True. So True. I don't think, and I think he would have changed too quickly for it to, no, I don't think that would have mattered. Not in this case. No. What well, about the, well, the one thing I, I would interject is the mother. Both of these storylines and these families depend on the mother and are they secluded? Yes. I truly think Shelley Duvall would have gotten in that vehicle and taken Danny and left Jack. I mean... Because you keep in mind, so. the, keep in mind in the Amityville, they also had a lot of outside help. Uh, yes. Partner and his girlfriend, the, the parish. Yeah. I think yeah. if Shelley Duvall is trying to contact her priest, can't get him, isn't getting help from this person. This partner's girlfriend is saying this place is, is, a, is a hell dimension and this evil stuff. I truly think right. Shelley Duvall would be like, you know, look, Jack, are you are you with us? or you want to stay with the hell demons? Okay, well, you're you're a drunk anyway, and you're abusive. We're out. I yeah. think I think they've gotten away. I mean, she away. was smart enough, as smart as as Margot. Honestly, <laughs> I'm I just saying she was. I don't think I don't think I'm not I, I don't, she's dumb. Way, no, right? Yeah, no, but I think the way the way her character was depicted, I don't think she was as as. I don't want to use the word smart, but I know what you mean. But but yeah. I think definitely Margot was more ready to rock and roll. But I think Wendy Torrance definitely had a really strong mother. Uh, 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 what do you definitely. call that? Instinct, motherly instinct yep. for Danny. And again, and again, you know, we're just playing around and theorizing. But the fact that they could leave at any time, plus they have uh, outside help. Now, we're going to assume that in this version of it, that Jack is at the Amityville house, and he has that guy who basically works with him, and then you got the girl girlfriend that's a clairvoyant. If she was anywhere near Danny, I think that, you know, they would have connected, you know, and all that type of stuff. And I really do think that Danny's shining ability could have given him and Wendy the chance to to escape the house. I mean, and, and I didn't really talk about Jack. I mean, obviously, we assumed that maybe they could have brought Jack to or whatever. But but I think the bottom line is, is I think that that they could have um, they could have left if if Danny had the shining, if they moved there and Danny didn't have the shining capability, 
I think Jack would have killed him, like you were saying, Coriander. But I think if he had the Shining ability and could see the past, like he had been able to do in the Shining movie, seeing the past and seeing what was kind of going on with the house, the spirit of the house, I think that that would have been a big warning. And they would have, like like you said, killed, driven off in the van. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I think. Nah. But it's, they'd get, it's, they'd, it's interesting. They'd be dead. It's interesting. It's interesting to think about for sure, you know, because. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, it's interesting. But to nah. I mean, I'm sorry, but, but no, no. Yeah. that's just my opinion. No. You know, just like yeah. you have. So yours. you think Jack? You 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 think Jack would have would have turned in like a night or two or something or? Well, not a night or two, but I don't think they would have been saved even with his shining think, ability. Nope. Hmm. But but do you think do you think Danny would have seen? I'm sure. Oh, definitely. Um, I I am so sure that his little shining ability would pick up definitely something. But I still don't think that his mother would. I mean, come on. You're talking about a gateway to hell. Who's going to really believe that? You know what I mean? And like you said, sure. You know, you had all these people that were trying to help him, but the house was preventing that help. Every time a priest came or the nun they had to leave because they got sick or the car was, you know, you know, not working right because something was stopping, right. preventing them from getting there, from helping these people. Right. So right. I yeah. think in the yeah. end, nope, I still think that, nope, it would have been too late. Yeah. All right. So. Okie dokie. So here we are. We've got to pick <laughs> the movie that we choose. Only one movie can win. We'll start with you, Killian. Which movie do you pick of the two? What is the winner? I mean, I'm going to have to go with The Shining. Um, mm-hmm. Just for a combination of things. You know, the cinematography, the score, Jack Nicholson's mm-hmm. performance, Shelley Duvall, The Shining mm-hmm. powers, the imagery. You know, no disrespect to Margot Kidder because she was amazing and also James Brolin was amazing. <laughs> Although they're kids, right. especially like, I, I guess, the twin boys. You didn't really, yeah. you didn't, didn't, they didn't really do too much. And then the daughter was always right. just playing for a friend, Jody. Jody. Uh, yeah. You know, so it was just kind of like, all right, the, the kids were kind of just there. It was really, I mean, I, you know, I got to be honest, it was really Margot Kidder's show. You well, know, that's kind of what kids do. They're like just there. You know, but Danny, Danny, yeah, I know. But Danny was (laughs) was in, you know, exploring the overlook and seeing things that his father and mom could never comprehend or see, you know, having conversations with Scatman Crothers. Yeah, I mean, you know, so I just. Yeah, I'm sorry. All kids at a certain age, they have the ability until like I I don't know how till how old, but if if you. I'm just telling you, you know, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. Trust, I didn't mean to trust, you. trust your kids. Trust them <laughs> okay. when they. All right. And, and, exactly. and one, one, one last thing exactly. I'll say is any time a kid says, hey, my imaginary friend, you scared her or whatever. They're talking to ghosts. So watch out, y'all. Okay. That's right. OK, Coriander, <laughs> which one which one are you going to pick? Are you going to pick The Shining or the Amityville Horror? No, I'm not going to pick The Shining. No, I'm not. Because I know you two probably. Well, I you know, Killian, I, yeah. And I'm sure you will, well, too. Just, but well, just, no, well, I'm going to do the Follow your okay. heart. I am. I am. Because to me, I mean, I'm not saying I lived in a house that was as haunted as that. But I've lived through shit mm-hmm. that I can't explain. 
And for me, this was more scary than The Shining. The Shining was fun to watch. You know, I love that movie. Don't get me wrong. But this one was more scary and more real, at least to me. Yeah. 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 It's definitely less fantastical. There's no doubt about that, because the whole idea of 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 the movie was to kind of give this account of a real what what happened in real life as far as we yeah. know um yeah. so yeah it definitely came and from that a different perspective yeah right well well for me i mean these are actually both two films i really really love um mm-hmm. but for for different reasons you know and again you guys already kind of said it but with the shining it's it's definitely much more stylized and it's 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 more of a well like i said too a fantastical type of horror movie it has those types of elements to it whereas with amityville it's very it's more grounded you know you're watching it when i saw that movie as a kid i thought i was watching something that was real like like on tv like it was real it really was happening you know and so um but i will say this i i really did enjoy um the performance by um uh, Mr. Brolin, Daddy Thanos, yeah. and uh, Margot Kidder. I really enjoyed them and what they brought to the movie much, much more as a as a unit uh, versus Shelley Duvall and Jack uh, Nicholson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just in the sense of being more grounded as a family, and it just made mm-hmm. it feel it just made it feel more real. Whereas with Kubrick, he decided to already have Jack kind of off the rails a little bit, and you could see that, and it just yeah. kind of went down the went down the road from there but if i'm picking my favorite of the two look come on let's let's be real i'm gonna pick the shine uh (laughs) because that that is a movie and it just has it has so many layers to it uh for me as a viewer and even after all this time of watching it it still has these moments and things that you can pull away from it especially if you watch the room uh 237 uh, documentary. It was a lot of cool little Easter eggs that they were theorizing about in that documentary. So if you guys get a chance to check it out, check that out. It's really, really cool. Uh, real quick before we head on out, though, uh, Mr. Dan and Horace said, Amityville scared me as a young kid. Shining got me as a teenager. Shining wins. <laughs> so we we have a vote for The Shining in the chat. Uh, but for you guys watching, definitely in the comment section, let us know what you think about these two movies. Uh, do you have a, a favorite between the two? Which one would, would you pick between the two? Uh, what do you think of the storylines and stuff like that? Uh, Mac was saying that uh, Room 237 is amazing. Yeah, it really, really was. They had a lot of different theories, things that I didn't even think about in the movie and I've seen the movie so many times, like little things like when they were in the uh, um, the pantry, how certain things that were shown in the camera, you know, were they done on purpose by Kubrick to kind of give you different other thoughts, different imagery, other ways and stuff like that. So it was interesting. So check that out if you guys haven't. Anyways, thank you guys for joining us. Please give this video a like, uh, a thumbs up. Please share it with others on your social media. And we will catch you guys later. Subscribe if you're not already, uh, because we're marching towards 1K. We're at 986, so we're right around the corner. So definitely help us out if you can. We're almost there, but we appreciate all the support uh, from, from the viewers and also from our fellow content creators who are awesome. 
So we'll catch you guys later. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you're the Night Watch. Peace out. I've just-